Edward Smith uh, with Northwestern Mutual. Malik Barber with Northwestern Mutual. This, 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 is, this, this, is, this is Diversified, diversified. diversified. Game. 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 A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen. And today you guys are in for a treat. Now, for all those times you're watching or listening to something and they say, this is not financial advice. I actually got two brothers who are licensed to give financial advice. So, you know, you won't catch them on J pocket watching with JT. They're licensed to give financial advice. They know the game. They've studied it. We got Sir Edward Smith and Malik Barber, who Malik Barber, him and I, He's kind of who I think I am when I was sitting on the bench because I'm like, I'm, I'm almost six, five. I'm five, nine, y'all. Five, nine, five, ten. <laughs> I, I think I can, you know, play forward. Uh, now you can play this bench. But I got these brothers and they are going to give us the game on Northwestern Mutual and what they do for the community right here in Florida and beyond. So links will be in the description box, folks, if you want to tap in. If you got more money than you know how to handle right now, you might want to give them an email and a call and say, hello, welcome, gentlemen, to the show. How are y'all doing? Doing good. Doing good. Thanks. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Well, it, it's going to be your show. So I just want you guys to give folks an introduction of what you're qualified and licensed to do and why the audience needs people like yourself, particularly y'all, you know, y'all. Golden, golden. Edward, you want to take it first? Um, <clears throat> so um, I am a financial representative with Northwestern Mutual. Um, I am licensed to sell life insurance, disability insurance, and long-term care insurance. And I am a financial advisor with Northwestern Mutual. And I'm licensed in about every single state in the country um, in life, health, disability, um, and also investment license as well. And tell the people, you know, why this makes their life easier and at what level people should consider getting these services. Because some folks right now are saying, man, I'm broke. Or some folks might say I'm richer than I've ever been. Shiba coin is up and I had over a <laughs> hundred billion of it. So, you know, at what stage and why people need this help? Yeah, I mean, think about it as with anything. If you have a plan, you're more likely to succeed. You know, if it's creating a business, you need a business plan. You know, with your life, you should have a personal plan. So it doesn't matter where you're starting. If you are dead broke, now that's even more reason to plan. You know, you want to get out of that that position and get you to somewhere where you're comfortable and even more than comfortable. And if you have more money than what you you know what you ever had, you know, you're starting to realize more problems. You know, taxes become an issue. You know, the different areas of life and different stages of planning require different conversations. And it's all about starting and having that conversation to figure out, you know, what is something I could be doing a little bit better? Because there's a big thing that we say all the time is you don't know what you don't know. And especially mm -hmm. in your position where you have more money than you ever had, there's a lot of things that you don't know because you've never been in that situation before. So, you know, let's talk crypto real quick. Someone calls you and they say, hey, I have, um, you know, X amount of dollars 
on my uh, Nano X, or for those of you who made the mistake of getting it on like Robinhood or something like that, um, what are the, the 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 steps in in crypto? Because that's a conversation people always seem to be interested. They want to learn. They are a crypto millionaire, or soon to be. Um, what's what do they need to do for y'all? Because you know, and they want to do it legally. Cause you know, if they yeah. have <laughs> No, I have uh, one of one of my buddies of mine. He he day trades crypto, and he you know this year he's nineteen years old. He he made three hundred thousand dollars this year alone. And <laughs> I guess there's some loophole in in the code where in Puerto Rico, if you cash out, again, don't quote me on this. This is what he's told and telling me. I guess there's a loophole in Puerto Rico if you cash out and you pay no taxes on it. So that that's the way that he's doing it. He he took a flight to Puerto Rico, opened a bank account, and he's doing all of his transactions through that. Uh, but for the most part, crypto is not completely regulated by SEC um, at the moment. And so there's not really too much advice we're able to give on cryptocurrencies. What I tell people in, in regard to cryptocurrency is as everybody for the most part knows that it's very volatile, just meaning that it jumps up, it drops down very, very fast. You know, you can lose 30 percent in a day. You also can jump 60, 70 percent in a day. You know, it's hit or miss. And so we just like to tell people that with planning, because same thing with cryptocurrency, it's a piece of your plan. You want to make sure that you have a you know a portion of your portfolio that is speculative that may jump up 50 60 percent in a day or a week um, at the same time it could drop the same but you just want to make sure that you're taking that risk a calculated risk in your overall portfolio so that you're not over hedged in any specific asset class and i want to let the audience know again these guys are licensed they're going to let you know what they know and what they don't know um the puerto rican tax haven kind of like the malta tax haven reach out to these guys before you try to do it on your own don't try to run with that game and say oh i got it figured out reach right. out both of these brothers have mbas so they've not just got the license out of um out of high school they went did traditional schooling then got their additional licensing now with the financial planning what is the number one mistake especially for the black community and maybe it's not just a black problem because you guys see you know a hundred cases and clients but maybe it's a poverty thing what's the number one thing you see people making a mistake at while they are, are living their life no matter where they're at we were i was joking about the fish fries at funerals you know i'm tired of seeing them so what are the mistakes that you see that people are making especially in our community but it can expand if you know if you if you like yeah way too long and way too long to have that conversation and by the time they had a conversation they might have had some sort of medical issues where they could be denied for for say insurance or disability or it just costs so much it doesn't fit into their budget. You know, they, they wait too long to have that conversation. And especially with um, insurances, you definitely want to have that conversation sooner rather than later. Yeah, and I would say the biggest the biggest mistake I see is, is just planning in general. You know, there's a lot of family. You know, I tell people this all the time. I say that everybody that has a family that has goals themselves everybody has the right intention of they want to be doing better for themselves do better for their family put you know the people they care about in a better position but the the lack and the disconnect that i see a lot of times is that they don't plan you know they they kind of do things in piecemeal like they'll say oh i have you know this investment here or i got this insurance here like they'll just get these random products and services and not know how it's all kind of meshing together to get them to their ultimate goal. They kind of just do things at random. 
Um, and so I tell people that, you know, there's some people I work with that have a million different investment accounts. I'm like, you know, is that really doing something for you? I tell people you want to be focused and intentional with what you're doing. And if you have a million different investments, those investments are probably doing something a little bit different. Each one of them is not focused and it's not intentional. And so with planning, you know, like I said, there's savings planning, there's getting out of debt planning, there's investment planning. You want to make sure with all of those different buckets of planning that you're focused and intentional and it's all pushing you to the same goals that you have. And so I think a lot of times there's just a disconnect on what are your goals? If your goals is just to amass a lot of money, just dump your money into an investment and let it ride. Um, but you know, I tell people I'm gonna, I'm the guy that's gonna put you in a position to accomplish the goals you have for yourself because having wealth and growing money is fairly easy. You can YouTube that. You can figure out how to do that. You know, there's a million different ways to do it, but not a YouTube video is not gonna show you how to get towards the goals you have specifically for yourself. You know, if it's putting your kids through college, if it is making sure when you pass away that there's enough left behind. So there aren't, you know, putting fish fries or GoFundMe pages out for you after, after you know, you, you unfortunately passed away. You know, so just being, you know, planning is the biggest mishap that I see just because people are trying to do things piece by piece instead of making sure it's all working together. Mm -hmm. Now, now, Edward, before this, you had a life where you actually were dealing with people who had real issues in probation. Let's say somebody is in probation and parole, but you know, they got a job and they, and some of them, you know, I got a cousin, he has a great job coming out of the feds. Um, would you say that this is even something that those past clients would need to focus on because a lot of folks on probation or parole like man that financial stuff i ain't got to worry about that because nobody's really you know what is my real future in getting um you know rich or wealthy like i've seen on tv which many people have done it so i mean can you talk about someone in that situation are these services also for them oh definitely oh definitely um they the truth they they have even more challenges than a regular person or a person that didn't have those issues in the past so actually talking to a financial uh planner or an advisor you know they could be instructed on how to maneuver their their money around and make it work best for them. Okay, so there's there's no, you know, wherever you're at. And, you know, I'm going to say this, Malik, you are uh, the original. I'm, I'm from the, the, the 80s era. So, and I saw in the 80s, 90s, the commercials of Calvin. You are the real Calvin and yeah. you were giving it them, <laughs> you know, you were giving it the customer their way as a team leader at Burger King. Right. So I want to know, you know, coming up from them ranks like you got a real book in you to be able to talk about this is where i started then student athlete then entrepreneur financial services did be working at burger king help you now i mean even with humility or organization structure talk about that experience yeah i mean a lot of people go through it and, and you know I love the experience for me. It was a learning experience, but I found out that I don't want to work in food services. <laughs> um, you know, it just kind of taught me the different career paths. Like my dad does landscape for a living. And, you know, uh, you know, a lot of years back at this point, I did landscape for the summer. It made me realize I never want to landscape again. It's just not for me. You know, you're in Wellington. It's hot. It's hot in Florida. <laughs> and, you know, working, working in the sun is not something that I want to do. And I like the autonomy of, of being able to help people, you know, where I see fit and, and kind of, you know, working on my own schedule. Because as a student athlete, as, you know, working different opportunities, 
I, I learned more about myself and just figuring out what do I want for my, my life? What do I want for my family's life? Um, and how can I make that happen? And, you know, just the path that I'm on, you know, working in a, in a space that I'm capped or I have to work at a place for a certain amount of hours, it's not for me. Um, and, and so, you know, I just kind of, as, as we, we discussed a little bit before, I do a lot of different things just because those are things that I, I'm passionate about, I care for, and it's helping me get to the goals that I have for, for like I said, myself and my family, most, most importantly. Yeah, and those different things, folks, all I'm going to say is, you know, he makes the community strong with the athletes, but we're going to have to have a whole different like episode for that because you guys know I'm long winded and I want the guests to, you know, shine and get what they need to get out. Now, Edward, tell me how much of you working in that financial aid? I know it was a short time. Uh, before probation, how much of that do you now use saying, I know y'all are broke. I saw you in the financial aid line. I saw your kids in the financial aid line and I was one of them, right? Like I just paid Sally Mae her hundred K back last year and was like, man, I'm done with you, man. I'm done. But how much of that experience now brings when you're trying to get people right the right way? Well, I mean, I, Malik has probably heard this story a couple times already. Um, you know, dealing with people that that use financial aid, a lot of them, uh, they, a lot of the people that I dealt with didn't really have a plan in place prior to coming to school, so they had to lean a lot on just federal funding. And hopefully, we'll be able to find some state grants and and few scholarships if they're available. That's almost like hitting the lottery. Um, a lot of times, they end up with a lot of student loan debt. They end up with the uh, you know, debts to the school where you have some people that their parents did proper planning, you know, years and years, maybe years before the kids were even born. When they come to school, they're paying off stuff, you know, with checks like, oh, $10,000. Here's a check. Who do I make that out to? Having that planning in places is, is it saves you so much money in the long run. And, you know, it helps me uh, communicate that to to my my um, audience that I'm trying to talk to, which is usually um, young families that have children, uh, that way we can properly plan for them for the future. Yeah, and then looking looking last year at, at you know all the stimulus that was paid out, you know no one says no to free money for the most part, and so you know structuring your your plan properly can ensure that you can put money away for your kids to go to school and also get some grant money. Even if you have some, some money put in the right places, you can have it put away for your kids and still be eligible to receive grant and aid money. So you, know, you wanna take advantage of as much free money as possible. Being a college right. athlete, you know what I did is I leveraged athletic scholarship, I leveraged academic scholarship because I, was like, I got the grades for it. And you know, I wrote a few essays here and there. I was like, no, I'm gonna get as much free money as possible just because you know, it doesn't hurt to have more, more money than, than less. Right. Now, that's that's real. And a lot of people, you know, they say free money. Hey, that's what uh, Sally Mae, a.k.a. Navient, a.k.a. now Maximus, I hear. That's what it what it was, because I, I mean, because people will hear this and they'll always try to make an excuse. I know why I had to take financial aid. Because folks was getting in a divorce and when you dealing with, you know, the lawyers are going back and forth, man, I ain't, I ain't waiting. I'm gonna do what I got to do. Right. And, 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 and everybody's situation is, is different, but that Sally may, whatever you want to call it is not free money. So yeah, planning is, is, is crucial. Now with planning, do you guys push 
and traditional IRA for your clients, you know, who are making, you know, uh, what we'll say middle-class money? Are you pushing, you know, hey, you got to have an index fund? Because I find when we come with clients and we say, hey, read this book, I'll teach you how to be rich by Ramit Sethi or anything by, you know, whoever you want to name, people are like, what are you talking about? It's like I'm talking, you know, Swahili and I can, you know, Uhaligani, you know, I can go, I can go to Malawi, Mulibongji. I can, I can hit you with a couple different things, but I'm talking English. I'm talking what we should have been taught in elementary or middle school. I was forced to read certain books. So that's what it was for me. But are you, are you guys pushing these traditional services or do you have some hybrids in there? That Dave Ramsey would say, you know, don't don't go with that. Nah, don't 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 do that. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and it, it all comes down to, to plans and goals and, and what are you ultimately trying to accomplish. You know, everybody's different. Everybody's goal is different. You know, some people want to retire at 30 and 40. You know, it's a, it's a different approach to planning than if you are trying to retire at 60, 65, because with those those IRAs, Roth IRAs, they're called qualified accounts, which means that there's certain limitations on when you can take money out of them. And so if you're trying to plan for 40 and 50, we're going to take a different approach for the guy that's like, I'm just going to work until 65. I'm happy with where I'm at. And that's, that's kind of my plan for retirement. Um, so, and every, every person has a different approach to wealth. Like I said before, there's a million different ways to become wealthy. Um, but it's like, you know, what makes the most sense for you as the individual? Like, yes, that worked for him, but is that going to work for you? You know, there's a lot of different variables in each strategy that might not align. And so we figure out, you know, every every approach is different, but, you know, you want to take a little bit from this guy, a little bit from this guy, a little bit from some, from some traditional methods, because that's what makes sense for you as the individual with the goals that you specifically have. So, yeah, so it's all it's all different. And that's that's really what I love about what we do is that we don't have the same conversation twice. You know, everybody's goal, everyone's life is very, very different. And how do we you know, put a plan together that gets you to accomplish the different things that you have at different stages of your life is that's where planning and making sure that we're using some traditional accounts. You know, we are having conversations about real estate. We are having conversations about buy term invested difference. You know, there's a lot of different approaches, but it's, it's very unique to each person that we talk to. And Edward, I know you have something to say on that, man. Don't you don't be shy. You know, share, share no, the game. No, no. no he, he said he said it great. Every conversation we have with, with clients is, is totally different. You know, everybody's situation is totally different. You know, it's almost similar to when I was in financial aid. They say, how come I can't get this? I heard he got that. And why? It's like everybody's situation is different. You can't judge yourself by what somebody else did. Man, I'll tell you, I was laughed out almost of the financial aid office when I had to show this is what my parents make. Yeah. What? They can't, you can't get nothing. I said, no, nah, but they going through something. I, 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 hold on. I need help. You yeah. know, um, they got their, their, their own issues. Um, so, you know, with your clients, do you guys push them getting, you know, knowledge on their own? And if so, what are your, some of your favorite authors or books out there where, you know, you're not, so you don't have to like teach the, the client everything, or they don't have to just lean on your understanding and can say, this guy does a good job at explaining this. Check out this book. Even if it's an audio book, check it out. Give us some game on who you guys like to read or listen to. Uh, there's a few. So I, what I like about what I do is I'm very, you know, from my, my nonprofit that I run, you know, I like helping people. I like educating people because I want people to be in a, in a better position than 
you know, they are currently or where, you know, wherever they see themselves going, I want them to be in a better position than that. And I feel the best way to do it is by knowledge. And so when I'm talking through, you know, every meeting that I have with clients that I have, I try to educate them on different areas of planning, kind of how a lot of this stuff works. So even if they don't move forward and we're not doing anything with, with me as their advisor, they still retain some of the stuff that I like the gems that I drop through our conversations. And so, you know, just for me, that's kind of like my first approach with, with giving clients and giving prospects knowledge is just me doing it vocally, me talking to me, showing different presentations. When I, you know, after we have our meetings, I send a lot of PDFs that explain a lot of different things. But in regards to, you know, podcasts and books, um, you know, like I said, I, I read, you know, there's some with, with Dave Ramsey, there's some things I don't agree with that he does, but I still read his books. I want to know where he's coming from. You know, clearly he's, he's a successful individual. You know, he, he must not be completely wrong or, you know, this strategy probably does work for a lot of people. Um, you know, Kiyosaki has his own strategy and, and path to wealth. You know, it's more so about creating passive income streams. Do I think that works 100%? Um, so I read a lot of different thoughts and a lot of different ideas. Uh, a basic one is called Simple Path to Wealth. I think that's a solid book for, for individuals that want to start out and just kind of get a general understanding of, of planning and kind of, you know, game planning your financial future and setting yourself up to retirement. Um, it's a very, very good book. It, it keeps it simple, you know, as it says in the title. Uh, it keeps it simple and easy to understand. Majority of people can track and, and kind of accrue wealth over the long run by following the steps outlined in that book. Um, there's a podcast, Earn Your Leisure, that is that is fantastic. You know, there's a, a I can't remember his name on, on Instagram. His name is the Master Investor. The guy is gold. You know, he you know he he does a lot of uh, speaking events for Earn Your Leisure, and they do a lot of stuff educating, you know, specifically targeting um, black communities. But it's for everybody. You know, they talk about a lot of things that people aren't taught in school. You know, when I went and had the conversation at the University of Miami yesterday, you know, I was speaking with all these athletes, and the biggest thing they were asking me was taxes. They were like, they had so many questions on taxes because it affects everybody. And they're like, you know, I was asking, I was like, why is there so many questions on taxes? Are you guys in trouble with the IRS or something? And they're like, no, it's just something that we all know we're going to have to deal with, but we're not taught it. You know, we're getting master's degree in college and we don't know how to deal with taxes. And so, you know, there's just a lot of things and a lot of different, you know, influences, a lot of different books. Um, so my take on it is I would say if, if you're interested, you know, don't just focus on one book, try to get different books. Like I read all the time. You know, I feel like the more you know, the more you can educate. And so I read different books with different thoughts from different people all the time. So I'm well versed in, you know, all these different thoughts to accomplish the same goal. And, you know, I'm able to retain that and then spit it back out and, you know, plans that are specialized for each person. Because like I said, the people I work with, for the most part, they don't have time to do their own homework. And if they did, they wouldn't be talking to me. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I'm trying to give them and drop as much knowledge to them as possible. So, you know, it takes the, the work out that they have to do. But at the same time, I want people to be educated on what we're doing. So it's not like my advisor said, let's do this. So we're doing it. And Edward, if you have one, feel free to share. I just love when people, you know, share books. No, I don't have any books off the top of my head that I um, that I'm looking at right now that I can remember off the top of my head. Um, I do have a few podcasts, but one that comes to mind um, that I listen to probably once a day, um, Minority Mindset. It really breaks down, you know, planning on a personal level pretty easily. Um, I don't I don't necessarily tell my clients like, hey, go listen to this, you know, because I don't want to advise them with something that's, you know, not approved. Um, but I listen to it every now and again. Now, the material that we do provide them from Northwestern Mutual is is 
you know, it's pretty thorough and it gives the pros and the cons on 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 the products that we offer. So it can be trusted. Okay. And 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 we we love um earn your leisure, you know, um we love the the guys on <laughs> earn your leisure cuz again, mm-hmm. um you know, uh everybody has something to say about different guests and all that and you know, the the show is just it's just beautiful. So, um now with success you gotta, you know, most people have something they want to do that has nothing to do with making a profit. So I'd love to ask both of you, what is your community give back that you are doing or that you would like to do in the future? Yeah, so I, I talk about mine all the time. Edward, you hear about it almost every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> is, is I'm very involved with, with my community and over in Northport, Florida, um, where I run a nonprofit called Community Strong Athletics. Um, the, the purpose of the, the program is to give back to kids and, and help them, you know, learn skill. You know, it's more so set on basketball skills training, but it's also, you know, I'm trying to divulge into a mentorship program. So these kids are learning, you know, what's possible after you know high school. You know, do they have to go to college? If so, what's the best you know decision to choose the college I'm going to? You know, if I don't want to go to college, what other alternatives are there? How do I grocery shop? You know, all these simple life skills that most kids don't have because it's just not taught. Um, and so when these kids are going off to school and they've never done these things before, they're lost. You know, they're confused. Um, and so, you know, specifically around sports training, but we're, we're divulging into more of a mentorship program to help these kids prepare for life. Um, and I've, run, I've been running that for, I think, five, six years at this point. Um, and it's really just a, a, a nonprofit that I run that's that's about bringing the community together through sports and just making sure that these kids are on the right path to achieve the things that they you know, never thought possible. And Edward, for yourself? Um, so I would guess it would be something that gears towards my strength. Um, as you saw with my last couple of careers, um, I deal with a lot of people. I talk to a lot of people. Um, and I love networking, especially with this. Um, I'm able to meet a lot of different people and connect them, connect them to resources that can help build them and grow them, help grow their careers, help grow, you know, grow their network and their reach. So I like that aspect of it. And I'm I'm always open to meeting new people. I'm, Malik knows this. I'm like a serial networker. I, I talk to everyone <laughs> and I, I take meetings with everyone and I, I try to connect them with better people that can make them better from out of my network. So that's always a great thing for my community. No, that's, that's a great thing. And you guys heard there's no, you know, certain guests. Sometimes I always ask, should this person have a certain amount of money before reaching out? But it sounds like if they have a job, they have income that they need to talk to you guys. Um, Can you tell the audience though, the difference between what you do and what a CPA does, because I tell all my clients, Hey, you gotta have a CPA, but what you do as an advisor, uh, you know, it, 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 there maybe can be some overlap, but it definitely, you know, if they send you, Hey, here are my books for the month. (laughs) You're not about to, you know, organize and handle who's getting paid this, that, and the third with the bookkeeping and everything, depending on what type of CPA you have. I have a great one. Shout out to (laughs) ictaxadvisors.com. I love y'all. Um, (laughs) 
Brock. I, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, give us the game on, you know, just the differences so people can learn and say, oh, this is why I need to have a team to make the dream come true. Yeah, no, that, that you hit the, the nail right on the head by saying you need a team because there is some overlap. But in regards to tax prep and bookkeeping, you know, the clients that we have, we tell them that if you don't have a CPA already, all right, we have this person, this person, this person that we have, you know, in our network that we think would be a good resource to help you accomplish certain things. Uh, so I would say kind of just in short, the main difference between CPAs and financial advisors is that CPAs are helping you get deductions this year. They're helping you save taxes this year. You know, every single year you meet with your CPA to kind of have that that game plan of how are you getting the, the most reduction on your tax liability at the end of that year? Or how are you getting the, the most, you know, the biggest return tax return you know, when that's issued out? You see your CPA to make those corrections and make sure that you're, you're being tax efficient in that given year. As advisors, what we're thinking, we're thinking about, you know, what's your tax liability this year? How can we mitigate that? But also, how are we mitigating your tax liability in 20, 30 years? Because a lot of times with CPAs, they get you a tax deduction, you know, they'll, they'll give you advice like you should use an IRA, you should use a Roth IRA. But a lot of times when you're using these qualified accounts, such as IRAs, and you use that year over year over year, what you end up doing is you set yourself up with a, lot, a large tax liability in retirement. And so with IRAs, you're deferring your taxes until you take that money out in retirement. And so the two biggest problems I see with people that are approaching retirement is one, they don't have enough money to retire. Which that's a whole nother story. But problem number two is the majority of the money that they have, they're going to end up paying tax on it in retirement. And so, you know, thinking about retirement money, you want to have more tax free money than less because, you know, say you have a million dollars in a Roth IRA, that's tax free upon distribution. You got a million dollars. If you have a million dollars in a traditional IRA, it's going to be a million dollars minus whatever the tax bracket you're falling into, you know, lies for, for your distribution phase of that, of that account. So, you know, the difference is, is CPAs are great because they're going to make sure that you reduce your tax liability in that given year. And advisors, it's more so longer term planning and, and putting you in a position to accomplish goals like buying a house, paying down debt, um, you know, using strategic accounts to make sure you have enough money to retire. You know, how much should you be putting aside and having those types of conversations? And the, the game is real. You guys got to tap in. You got to check in. Um, there are links. Um, I will put links in the description as always, as I mentioned before. But can you gentlemen know, uh, let, or let the audience know where they can connect with you the best place? And, you know, so they're not just, you know, hitting you somewhere where you're like, man, I'm at church. You really bothering me about this right now? Yeah. I mean, there, there's a bunch of different, you know, we're in a social media age where there's access to people on a million different sites and, and platforms. So, you know, my LinkedIn is, is Malik Barber, you know, message me on there. Email is malik.barber at nm.com. Um, you know, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook. You know, if you Google my name, there's, there's some way to contact me through one of those, uh, through one of those sites. You know, we, we all have Northwestern Mutual approved websites. There's contact information on those sites. So there's a million different ways to, to get in contact. Um, you know, there I check all of my sites, you know, I check all of my platforms. So even at church, you know, I'm having conversations. You know, I've, I've learned this from Edward of being a serial networker. You know, the, the, the game never ends. You know, you, you always got to be on your toes and having and trying to have those conversations because ultimately, you know, we're having conversations that people need to have. Um, and there's no right or wrong time to have it. And so you, it's just about having it. And so, you know, you take the opportunities where they arrive. Um, you can also reach me at LinkedIn. You can type in Edward Smith. Um, you can also reach me at my uh, my email is edward.smith at nm.com. Um, 
You can also give me a call or send me a text message. Uh, my phone number is 561-929-5286. Man, you guys got the phone number on that one. Um, uh-oh, ladies. Um, ladies, uh, Edward, you might have set yourself up, you know, I, I need a high value man in my life, you know, uh, so, so that's, 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 you might be getting hit up ladies. I'm giving you some game right now and you're getting it from somebody who's been married for 14 years, um, you know, and known her for almost 20. So I appreciate the game y'all. Hey, audience. Make sure you share this with somebody. It will change their life. Y'all be blessed. Hi, guys. I'm Kai Gabiam from the Diaspora Channel, a lover of Africa. If you love Africa as well and you would love to visit one day or to relocate to Africa, there is a course out there for you. And this course is my first trip to Africa, a course well put together by a seasoned traveler, Kellen Cash Coleman. This course is designed to prepare you to travel better, which will save you both time and money. And the great news is this course costs only $20, guys. It can't get any better. Go right now and enroll to this course at www.diversifygame.com. Don't miss out. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversify Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit diversifygame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.